Hello, my friend. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to another episode of the It's Happening For Me podcast. I am so happy you're here. And this week's episode is very special because it is my first episode interviewing a guest. And who better to interview than my own personal favorite human being in the world, my partner, George. And I thought this would be such an awesome first guest because this is someone who I know in real life that is living his soul's purpose. And I have seen it evolve from him not exactly knowing what he's doing with his in his life to you know, coming to the place where he's at now. And so this is going to be super inspiring for all of those of you that are on your path to purpose, especially if you're someone who is in the space where you are, you know, you know that you want to leave your nine to five job. You want to step into your soul gifts. You want to be an entrepreneur. You want to sell your spiritual services or products. You want to become a healer, a coach, and maybe you just need some extra motivation and guidance to really serve you on this time. This is going to be amazing. And for those of you who are um, not necessarily wanting to be entrepreneurs, which is totally fine, but you're on the path of purpose and you just want to hear about how someone else is living his life and what kind of steps he's taken to get to where he's at, this is going to be super helpful. So I cannot wait. Um, George's cosmic profile is he is a sacral manifesting generator. He is a five one and he has the channel of inspiration and charisma. And so I think you're really going to see it come through his fiery passion. It is so good and I cannot wait to get into it. So here we go. Awesome. Hi, babe. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited that you're the first person that I get to have as an interview on this podcast. So welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. We really like to talk about all things purpose here and career, spirituality, but this topic is today is really going to be centered around you and how you're living your purpose and, you know, created your business anime world. Um, For those who don't know, we met in college and you didn't know when we first met that you were going to become this entrepreneur once you graduated college. That definitely like wasn't in your plan, but it just unfolded so perfectly. So I think it'd be really cool to just talk about your path to purpose and how you really created Anime World and found a way to do what you love to be financially prosperous. So if you want to just first start kind of like, you can walk us through what is Anime World and like, how does it function right now? Right. Uh, so right now, um, Anime World, um, I sell online and in person. I sell anime merchandise. Um, I'm talking posters, keychains, art, 
any apparel, pretty much any anything that has to do with anime, I I, I sell it, um, and I sell by the means uh, online and in person. Um, in person, I sell through different farmers markets, like at the Sunset Market and Oceanside. I sell there at night. And as far uh, as far as my purpose, um, you know, I never, I never really thought about my purpose when I started my business. I think, um, I think if I if I started that way, it's a little crippling, you know. I, I, I don't, I just go with the flow. I just roll with the punches. Um, I'm not necessarily trying to find my purpose. I'm just trying to. Uh, find happiness and do whatever I like. You know, I guess I guess you can say that's my purpose, to do whatever it is that I want when I want. Um, but yeah, I think by maybe looking at purpose, it, it can be a little overwhelming because kind of you kind of have to have it all figured out by saying what's my purpose. Hmm. Yes, I think that's awesome. And what I really love about you and and how this all evolved is it's not like it's just this random like drop ship company that you're just selling random things it's like you actually found something that you're really passionate about like you actually love anime and you handpick all of the products that you sell and so i can just see like when we're at the sunset markets on thursdays like and everyone's so excited about the products that you sell and so can you talk about how that kind of like also guides you i i would i wouldn't say i love it okay I, i'd say i like it if you want to start a business you know, and and it be successful. I think you just have to have an interest in it. Mm-hmm. So some people are so attached to to one idea. Of uh, let's say I want to be, um, let's say I I want to I want to sell tarot tarot card readings. Don't be so attached to that. Do something in the realm of that. Like let's say you you try tarot card readings and it, it doesn't work because at the end of the day it's a business. Mm-hmm. Let's say that no one really cares for tarot card readings. Let's say people want um, Reiki healings or, or, or they want a, a different service. Follow that. Follow the money. Follow what works. And then do your twist in it. I think too, people are too, are too worried about doing what they want. They should do what works. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do what works, then you're going to fail. Give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you talk about how you started Anime World and like what it actually like what you started before it turned into anime products? Like how walk us through that. Um. So how I started Anime World? Yeah, like because you didn't start with selling anime stuff. No, I didn't. I I I honestly, it's like going back to the point. Um, you should start a business doing something you like. And if that doesn't work, you have other interests. So you you can do those things. For example, for me, for Anime World, um, I didn't start off selling anime merchandise. I started selling um, things from the thrift store, just reselling things from the thrift store. And that by no means, I didn't, you know, I didn't go into it trying to find my purpose. I didn't go in. I was not even interested in selling those products, but because I just started, you know, then I was able to adjust. Like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna start selling things that I do like. 
so sometimes um sometimes we're so fixated on doing things a certain way and we're thinking it's gonna uh like oh if i take this road it's gonna get me to the road that i want but sometimes you have to take a road where it has nothing to do with anything that you like but just works and then you can adjust and, and switch things up little by little so yeah i i, I started selling um things from the thrift store and then from the thrift store um I, I was i was asking myself how can i switch this up what do the people want how can i sell something that i'd like to sell now that i already invested into selling things that uh, from the thrift store i had a tent i have a table you know i have all the proper equipment so that kind of set me up for the next product uh, so I was no longer doing thrift uh, store things. Now I was looking into uh, selling superhero uh, merchandise. Uh, I would go get distributors. You can, you know, find distributors. Um, anyone can do it. Go to a store where they're selling something that you that you want to sell. They have distributor information on it. Go ask the store owner. Hey, maybe you can help me out. He's not going to help you, but maybe, maybe you can ask. Maybe you have a friend that ha- that that sells a certain um, product that you want to sell. You know, connect those, make those connections. Mm-hmm. And then, so from so from superhero things, I went into uh, anime because that's what the people were asking for. They're like, "Hey, do you have any anime stuff?" As I was selling superhero things, I was like, "You know what? Let me try it out." And then I started selling like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, major animes and, and it started working and it started selling and and from there's where i'm at now mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> no yeah no that's awesome and let me ask you this so you started seeing much more success when you started selling anime stuff because from a business standpoint you weren't attached to the original idea you had so you were going with the flow you were letting the customers tell you what you wanted but then also wouldn't you agree that it's because you you are interested in in anime enough to like you know what's cool, so you're able to pick all of the cool stuff? Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. But there's here's the thing: what set me up to sell anime merchandise? Had I started, you know, oh, how can I start selling anime? No, I didn't start like that. I started selling things from like the thrift store. Yeah. So sometimes. It's kind of you should you should work backwards instead of finding your purpose, find something that you want to do, and then from that avenue, you can grow. And like, how can I make this into something that I'm at least interested in, and make that my purpose? You know? Yes. No, that makes so much sense. And it's like everything, all the steps lead up to it being so successful because you just started. So would you say taking action is the biggest first step? Is like just start yeah. doing something. Even even if even if it's something something silly, you know, like just start. Who cares if you don't have it figured out? Th- this is what I say all the time. The who, the what, the when, the how does not matter. We will figure those things out slowly but surely. Do something that works. Do something that you're interested in. And then, and then from there, you can grow, you know, and ultimately find your purpose. Because if you're trying to find your purpose from the start, it's crippling. 
Right. And not everyone wants to be a business owner. Like some people are very happy, like in a nine to five and they can really tie their purpose into like other parts of their life or how they want to contribute to the company or whatever. Cause we know purpose isn't just your job, but from a business, if they want to be an entrepreneur, you're saying start taking action, find what works because you can't just only do what you're obsessed with. You have to make it, people have to want it is what you're saying. And I think this is part of the problem. What does purpose mean? What is purpose? Right. What does that mean? Right. There's well, let me ask you. What do you what what do you, what do you think purpose is? What does that mean? Yes. So for me, I feel like purpose is really this kind of like essence of who you are. It's like how you show up in your day to day activities. So it's not just your job, but it's like how are you here to contribute to society to move things forward what are you here to create it's a very like creative energy and you can do it in a nine to five or you can be an entrepreneur but it's like it's it's using this like uh life force energy in you of a creation and it's you wanting to just express yourself Hmm. i think the word purpose is um too strong of a word Mm -hmm. instead of people trying to find their purpose i think they should just people should just Find what they like to do. And if you do what you like, you will do good. You will provide good service. And ultimately, feel your purpose. You know? Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't even think, I think it's too much, the word purpose. Just mm-hmm. People should do what they want. Do what you like. Because find your purpose is like, what, what is, you know, it's kind of vague. It's like, what the hell does that mean? You know? Yeah. Like, you can be creative playing video games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I just thought of some things. So let me ask you this. So when we were in college, you went to college for kinesiology. And obviously when you're in school, when you're back then, like thinking like however many years ago that was, you never thought, oh, I'm going to create a business and be an entrepreneur. Like you probably thought you were going to go into something in kinesiology. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about like different jobs that you've had and your experience of, of not liking the jobs that you have? Because I think a lot of people are stuck in jobs that they absolutely hate. And that's where they're like, seek, they're like, oh, I must have a bigger purpose. Like they're, I can't just be like meant to go to this soul sucking job and literally hate my life. Or just like, I feel like I could be using myself in a better way, more fulfilled. So can you talk about some of the jobs that you've had that like, you just realized they were not for you? Uh, yes. Um, however, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about specific jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just jobs in general, you know, like if someone asks you your current job, are you happy here? Do you enjoy coming here? Are you okay with doing this for the rest of your life? Mm. And the answer is no. I recommend you quit right here, right now. Because I think that's what, you know, going back to purpose, just doing whatever you want. That should be your purpose. That's when, that's what's going to, you know, make you be creative, uh, make you be successful. Just do whatever you want, you know, like, um, I don't know. I don't know if that kind of answers your question or not. Yeah. 
No, it does. It does make sense. And um, so for our audience members, a lot of us are into human design. So I'm just going to let everyone know in the audience that George is a manifesting generator. And so for you, you're meant to be very multi-passionate. You're meant to hold a lot of things at once. That's like your genius. And you also um, don't really like working for somebody else. So I know that's, that's been very painful for you in the past. And like you really seek freedom. So do you can you speak on like how free you feel now, like literally yeah. working for yourself? Yeah, totally. Um, I feel extremely free. Um, I literally just work like one day a week, and then the rest of the um, the rest of the week, I'm honestly chilling. I'm doing whatever again, doing whatever I want. Uh, I make enough in one day to you know cover my basics, and you know I could ultimately grow the business, which I I intend to. It's just that um, I got you know I got a little complacent. You know, I have it made. To however mm-hmm. I want. I'm sorry, what was your question again? No, yeah, that that was my question about just how you enjoy the freedom of working for yourself. Yeah. Um, would you say that the like so the the huge difference would you say is kind of like managing your own time because now like you're not clocking in and no one's telling you what to do. So have you found a, a way that you do certain things on certain days or like how do you manage your time? Honestly, I don't. Okay, that's that's honest. I don't. I do whatever I want, and I don't do whatever I don't want, mm. and it pays off. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. And some days I turn it on. Some days I turn it off. Sometimes I'm full force, like I'm doing everything. I'm working forty plus hours a week. Sometimes I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want a schedule. I don't. You know, that's mm-hmm. not what I that's, do. Whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And that is in so much alignment for your design, like literally listening to your sacral response. Be, when you feel that like, oh, I'm on this, like I'm excited. I want to do this. You're lit up. You have the energy You do it. And then really honoring yourself and be like, I don't want to do shit right now. And allowing yourself to not feel bad about it. That is literally like you living in your design. And I think that's why you feel like so much freedom and satisfaction. Yeah. And, and, and so much the point is that you know, you said a quote that stuck out to me. And you said, I don't want to do this right now. Or I don't feel like doing this right now. I just won't do that. I just won't. Mm-hmm. That That's just not going to happen. You know, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm just not. I need to find something else to do. If I ever catch myself saying, I don't want to do this. Then I need to put this down and do something completely different. If I ever say, I don't want to do this right now, that only means that whatever I'm doing right now is not ultimately what I want to do. So I need to stop doing it. So anything that I do now, I want to do it. And, and I'm successful doing it. It's like you can do whatever you want and find success. Because it isn't a traditional way that people do things. People feel like they can't find success in it. You know, like the whole, oh, working hard and and hustling and what are you working so hard on? What are you hustling so hard on? What if you used half that energy and do something that you like? I mean, if you're working really hard and you're not succeeding, stop, do something else because you, that's, you know, you're not doing it right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you're I don't know, like you're whatever you're doing, you're, it's not working. Mm-hmm. You suck at it. Do something else. Yeah. Why are you working so hard? Do things that come naturally to you. Do things that 
are easy for you to do. If I applied to myself for, for these things at 100%, I'd probably be a multimillionaire. But I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. Because it, it comes so easy to me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you, you, I don't think it's complacent or laziness. It's, um, it's almost balanced. Like, like I said, sometimes, yes, I'm all on. Sometimes I'm hot or cold. I'm yes or no. On, on, I'm on or I'm off. A hundred percent. Okay, so I just have to drop some human design like gems that you've just said. So you have the thirty four twenty channel, which connects your sacral to the throat center. And when you were like, I either want to do it right now or not, that is literally that channel and so much alignment because it's like it is the doing, the sacral energy of the doing and like the manifestation through the throat center. And it's like you're it's either it's it's all in the now. You don't know anything that is not right now so like if I was to try to ask you to make plans with me for example this is something that like we really like can bump up against is like I want to make plans for tomorrow the next week and you're like I don't know like because you only really know in the present moment like if you're to try to commit yourself to doing something tomorrow you might change your mind tomorrow and not have the energy to do it and then you're like I don't want to fucking do it so it makes sense to you that you you really are like in the now like this is like I know what I want to do right now or not So I just want to say that makes a lot of sense. The other thing I wanted to say that I really love that you said is that you could be a multimillionaire if you wanted, because it literally does come easy to you. But like just right now, you just don't want that. And it's like not complacency. It's just um, I think a lot of times we especially like seeing other people like these ideas of success, we're conditioned to think that we should make the most amount of money possible. We should be like so high achieving. But at the end of the day, it's like at what cost? Like our souls came here to like be satisfied and be peaceful and successful and present with what we have. So I think like you feeling good in the moment and like expressing your creativity, making the amount of money that you want right now to have everything covered, like that is good enough right now Yeah. until you decide that you want to keep taking more steps to create more income. I think everyone should be a multimillionaire. Yeah. I, I think everyone, that's a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. everyone should be rich. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I should be a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. However, it it's hard, you know. A lot of people don't have. A lot of people have the hustle for it, but they don't have the mental, men, the mentality for it, and the avenue of how to make that money. And and, and it's a little contradicting because whatever you're doing now is stopping you. As hard as you're hustling now, it's stopping you from becoming an actual millionaire. Because whatever it is that you're working hard at now, if it's a job, that's not going to get you there. Mm-hmm. That's not going to make you make that million or multi-million. So, so it's difficult, you know. Like some people have, some people have the hustle, and but don't have the mentality of it. I have the mentality of it, but I don't necessarily have that hustle and drive to really try you know put myself through that and do it i i have i know i have the means for it i have the avenue for it i know that it could be a goal of mine that that would be hard to reach but would be attainable Mm -hmm. some people don't even have that 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 isn't even a possibility that they can consider Mm -hmm. and they're busting their ass if only they stop and quit what they're doing, 
and just really evaluate what they are now. And, and if they want that to make a goal, how can I do that? Um, people that want to become multimillionaire have to meditate. How can I become a multimillionaire? Mm-hmm. If you don't have a target, you're never going to hit it. How can a, a person working at nine to five ever become a millionaire? Right. They can't because there's impossible. a ceiling. There's a ceiling yeah, on their salary. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. And and they can lie to themselves and say, oh, I will become a multimillionaire. How? How are you going to do that? You don't have time to sit and meditate on it. Try different things. You, you're working eight hours a day, sleeping eight, and then the rest of the time, they're relaxing. People that work nine to five don't have the time to become millionaires because you're exchanging time for, an, for money. I'm exchanging a product for money. You only have 24 hours. There's no limitation to how many products I can sell in one day. So, so you know, man, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. You know? But I will say this, that something I really believe in too is the transition into your entrepreneurship journey. So like not everyone has the means to just quit their job and then try to make a business work, especially if like they don't even know that it can be successful. So I do think that someone could work a job and have a side hustle. They're going to have to sacrifice other things. What's going to happen if they quit their job? Well, some people wouldn't be able to pay rent. And then they'll be homeless. They won't, they won't be able to pay the rent and they'll be homeless, right? And then what? You're going to die? People are so afraid of taking risks. That's not going to kill them. Create, create a plan. Put a save in six months. Quit your job. I promise you, if you quit your job and you don't have a job for six months, there's going to be a fire lit under your ass so hot that you have to become successful. You will not fail. People are so afraid that, oh, I'm going to lose my job and I'm homeless and I'm going to die. Ultimately, they're afraid. Put yourself, put your back against the wall. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. I, was making, I was making 30 days, $30 a day sometimes, losing $10. I lost $10 today. I, that's my profit. Negative 10 bucks. And thankfully, I had you to help me through that situation. If, and if you don't have someone to help you, create a six-month plan. Six months, I'm going to have six-month savings. I can only save $10. I can only save $20 this paycheck. Fuck it. But I'm going I'm to do enough where I have at least three to six months paid for my rent, and I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to sit in my room and see what happens. People who don't have the balls to do that. They're too afraid. Mm-hmm. They think they're going to fail. We can't fail. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like sink or swim. Mm-hmm. You're gonna swim, and just I don't know. I, I that's how I live my life though, very extreme. And okay, I don't know. Like it was uh, way off topic. <laughs> no, yeah, um, no. It's also represented a lot in your design as well. Um, a lot of that energy, and I have talked on the previous. Um, I, I think my episode three when I talk about um, entrepreneurship versus, um, like working for a nine to five and your purpose. I use you as an example of being the leaper of someone who took the leap and like had the fire lit under your ass and you really strive under like that pressure and stress. And that works for a lot of people. And then also for some people like me, who's really risk adverse, it doesn't work. Or like, I just haven't like 
had the balls to do it. And so that's why I'm in a transitionary period. But I do spend a lot of time um, on working on my business. So it's not like I'm working a nine to five and then like going out and socializing with friends and like doing all these things. Like I literally just either go to work, right. hang out with you and Peanut or work on the business. So you just have to have a lot of dedication and, and time that you're willing to put towards it. But I will say that I definitely experience complacency and um, like I don't have the fire lit under my ass because I still have an income coming in from my paycheck. And so I'm sure I would be a lot further along if I didn't have that, like 100%. But I'm just someone that I need to have like a safe, you know, regulated nervous system while I'm creating something because that, that's just the route I'm choosing. But so you can do it either way. It's a Bible verse, Bible, Bible verse. It says he was in a pig pen and he came to himself. Until you realize that everything around you is shit, then you'll move on. Until you realize that your job that's feeding you this paycheck is actually keeping you a prisoner, then you'll move on from that. You just said that you know that your job is giving you this false sense of security and it's, and it's stopping you from really being where you want to be. Until you realize, fuck this, until you realize this is bullshit, I can't do it for you. I can't convince you of anything. It has to come to you. It has to hit you. A light bulb has to come onto you. It has to light up on the top of your head. And then you'll be living your purpose. And then you'll be happy. And then you'll, you'll be free. I've cried of how happy I am. I find, I, for the first time in my life, I've, I've said, I feel like I'm living my life my way. I can't real, I can't help so. I possibly this message might help someone, you know, break away from that job, because a job is is not good for anyone unless you're making, you know, three hundred thousand a year. You're, I'm talking doctor salary. You, you can put money away. You're comfortable. You're happy. Anyone who's making $70,000 or less is not enough. And you need to quit your job today. But you're not going to do it because you're afraid. Not you, but you know most people are afraid to do that. They're afraid to jump into the deep end. Take that leap. It's not easy. It's very easy to, to just say that I'm going to live my life purpose and I'm doing whatever I can, you know. It, you kind of convince yourself that you're doing everything you can. But you, you, it's impossible to do everything you can if you have that job holding you back. It's like they have a leash on you. They give you scraps to, they give you just enough for you to, to think that it's enough. Right. I, I do like what you say, though, about having some sort of plan, though, because I think that we can really glamorize this idea of like, Oh, like starting a business. It is freaking hard. And it takes a lot of different skill sets. Like you have to actually have a skill set to either create a product or a service. So I think they should have some, like, instead of just like, Oh, quit your job, no matter what, I think you should have something in mind and like see some sort of evidence that it is working before you fully quit your job. If you don't have someone that can help support you for the, like a couple of months or if you don't have a safety net. Here's the problem with that. What kind of man are you? What kind of woman are you? When shit hits the fan, you don't have a plan. There is no money now. What are you going to do now? 
You'll be surprised what your brain does, what you can think of to to reach those goals. You you've never had a fire lit under your ass and sit yourself in a room for 24 hours and tell me you can't figure something out that's going to work or try something new. It, it, you, fuck the plan. Fuck the security. Fuck it. Let's see. Let's see what you're gonna do. Let's see who you are. Let's see what you're made of. Are you gonna fold? Are you gonna break? Or are you gonna swim? And you'll you'll be surprised what comes to you. The ideas will flow to your mind. It's a it's a spiritual awakening. Wake up. Put your back against the wall. Let's see who you really are. But no, people don't want to do that. They'll live and die in their regular nine to five. And that's okay. You know, that's fine. But just don't say you're living your purpose. Because you're not. You're living someone else's purpose. You're making someone else rich. You're working for an, a boss. You're living his purpose. You're making his dreams a reality. If it, you dedicate more time to him than, than you do to yourself. Don't tell me don't tell me they're living your people are living their purpose when they have these jobs. I don't care how many two hours you put aside a day. It's not enough. You know, you really just reminded me of a really great story from um, one of my mentors, Erica Kramer, the Queen of Confidence. And during 2020, she just had her second baby and they had her and her husband. Her husband uh, ran a gym. And during 2020, you know, everything closed down. Mm -hmm. And so he wasn't able to run the gym anymore. And so, and she just had a new baby. She wasn't working. So they were in so much credit card debt. Her back was against the wall. And she was like, fuck this. I'm not going back to a shitty nine to five job. So she, and she really wanted to become a coach. And so she just started coaching and then she started putting herself online, doing her online business, showing up live every single day, creating audience. And she says that she was scared as hell to put herself out there. But she's like, there was nothing like we were literally on food stamps. I like there was nowhere for us to go. And so she's like, you better bet I put myself out there and did like really scary shit. And then she's grown this like huge empire. She helps so many women live their purpose and like create confidence. And so that just really reminds me of what you yeah. She talks about that a lot of like having that energy and passion when there's nothing else. Yes. And so, you know what? There's nothing that I can say. Step number one in living your purpose. I tell this to absolutely everyone that ever asks me. Step number one, quit your job. Quit right now, right here, today. <laughs> but people, I stopped. I got my bachelor's in kinesiology. I was going to pursue my master's. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go compete against illegal people with tents at a park. That's what I decided to do. I'm sorry, that's a really dumb plan. But look how it worked out. Are you going to live, like, let's say, let's say, uh, compare you and someone else. You live your purpose after you work. You dedicate two, three hours after work. Someone dedicating eight, ten hours. You have, what they, what you do in a week, they do in half a day. And mm. one day. You can't compete against that. Three times. What they do in nine months, you'll do in three. Years or? 
what they do in nine months, they'll do in three months. Oh, the person who's... who's yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's three times more. Mm-hmm. What they do in four and, and three years, you'll do in one year. You cannot compete with that. You're out of the game. You're not the best. You're going to lose. They're going to beat you mm-hmm. because they're focused. They're all in. You're limping. Like, oh, I'm have, I'm, you're, you're lukewarm. You're not hot or cold. Mm. You're in the middle. Yes. You know, there, there's plenty of, of, of people who have the same purpose, the same ideas that you have. And it is a competition. You like it or not, people can only click on one thing. People can only listen once. You, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. How do you, like, how do you get inspiration and ideas for new things? Like, is it like when you're walking? Like, and, and I'm going to say that. You know, I think it kind of comes back to to the time. Mm-hmm. I have plenty. I, I only have time to think. Mm. You don't have, you're, you're, you're driving home from the freeway when I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You're, you have to go to sleep at 9, 9 p.m. while I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You're having lunch while I'm thinking. I'm thinking and having lunch. <laughs> Because when you're having lunch, what are you doing? You're on your phone. You get a break. Right. When I'm eating, I'm still thinking. I'm taking a shower, I'm thinking. I'm shitting, I'm thinking. When you're shitting, you go to the bathroom, you're on your phone. You're not thinking about your purpose. You're not thinking about your success. You're thinking, how can I get my mind off making someone else's dream a reality? Because mm. you need a break from it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I someone that's doing it part time is not gonna have any time to think. How could you? Not only do you have less time, you have less energy. It, it is extremely, extremely energy consuming to think. It is hard to think. Mm-hmm. And if you have a mind that's divided, you're only thinking at thirty percent for your purpose. <laughs> You know, it's only going to, you know, it's not, isn't it harder? It's going to suck. Let me ask you this. So I think a lot of people think that there's this like secret, there's this huge secret behind business and success. And like, maybe if they take another mastermind or if they sign up with another coach, like they'll a business coach, they'll learn the secret. But you which I really love about this because, you know, I've invested a lot into my learning and like, I've taken a lot of masterclasses. I've worked with a lot of coaches and every time I learn something new, it's like, you are already learning this shit by yourself and like, you're experiencing it. And I get to see it working out like in your life and you being an entrepreneur and you haven't taken any of the classes. It's just, you're figuring it out yourself. And so I think the biggest secret is that there is no secret. It's all about figuring shit out yourself and everything is figure outable. There is a secret. What is that? Quit your job. <laughs> um, but you don't want to let that go. You'll never. You're afraid of it. Well, because quitting your job does what? Why do I? Why can I figure these things out? Again, I have nothing but time to figure it out. Right. Okay. Let's... So that's the number one. I just told. That's the secret. Okay. Stop work. Stop living someone else's purpose. Let's say someone quits their job and they're like, okay. Now what? I don't have a lot of money to invest in a business coach. I'm not really sure where to start. Now? Can you explain that? Now is the most beautiful time of your life. Now we're going to see who you are and see what you're made of. 
When you become successful, because you will become successful, when you start learning to swim, you're going to think about it's a metamorphosis. You're changing within. It's an inner conflict. Your mind won't leave you alone because it's sink or swim. And you're thinking, what am I going to do now? You're becoming a butterfly. You're in a room. Think about the physical and the, the actual thing that's going on. You're in a room with your mind and yourself. And you're, encapsul you're encapsulated within yourself. You become a caterpillar. And what am I going to do? How can I do this? Maybe I can do this. How do people do it? You, people have businesses. How can I do my own business? It, it, it's an it's a inner turmoil that's beautiful and scary at the same time. Mm -hmm. it, it forces you to become a cocoon. You're developing yourself. Am I going to bend or am I going to bend? Am I going to make it or not? Mm -hmm. Am I going to boom out of this or not? And then you'll start realizing and you'll start trying things. Tomorrow I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. This is going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. Mm -hmm. Everything is going to fail. Mm -hmm. 100%. Failure. You'll be the biggest loser you know. And from the ashes, when, when, when it starts getting cold, the cocoon will start opening. Something's going to come through. Something's going to work. And you start coming out of that cocoon. And then you're a butterfly. Mm -hmm. And then you fly. Mm -hmm. I love that, that. That's what that can do for you. No, I love that so much. And so for some, just if we can just give like practical, what are like three of the most practical qualities or skills you think that it takes? Like, would you say like resourcefulness? Like I've known that you figure everything out on your own and then like you would have people coming up to you and asking you like, Hey, like, how did you do this? And like asking for your advice, but you didn't ask, you didn't go and ask very successful people for free advice. Like you just literally figured it out yourself. So how would you like, how did you know how to do that? Or like, it just comes natural to you. How to figure it out. Yeah. Get a pen and paper. Mm -hmm. We're going back to elementary. This is very practical, very easy. Mm -hmm. It's time to brainstorm. It's time to to look at the actual foundation of society. Brainstorm these ideas. How do people make money? One, they can go work. They can you can exchange. This is very this is the economy. You can exchange your time for money, which was what you were doing that's not working. Mm -hmm. Not you, but you know the person that's doing it. Mm -hmm. You can provide a service or you can provide a product. Three things. That's all you can do. Mm -hmm. You can go scam someone and go to jail, but, you know, we're not going to rob steal. But those are pretty much it. Mm -hmm. You can exchange your time, provide a product, provide a service. Mm -hmm. Three branches right there. What do you want to do? What are you good at? Look at your strengths. Mm. What do I like? If I can tell yourself for once in your life, if I could do absolutely anything and it be true for once in your life, if I can do anything, this, think about it. This is the only time where, where you can actually do absolutely anything that you want. Where am I going to go in my life now? What do I want to do? I can provide a product. I can provide a service. Or I can go back. No, you know what? That branch is not going to work. You know, I'm not working for anyone. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. 
You have to provide a product or a service. What do you have that people want? What do you have that... Are you good at sales? Maybe you're naturally good at... Maybe you did a job. Maybe in your job, think about what was the best thing that I can do? Typing. Like, for example, you. Mm -hmm. You say you're a good typer, mm -hmm. right? You type how many words a minute? Uh, like 85. Perfect. Words per minute. You like to type? Yeah. Write a book. Go on Etsy and write letters for people and sell it to them. You're good at typing, right? You're good at reading? Mm -hmm. Look at Look at your strengths. Look at what you're good at. And, and, and that's more of a service, you know? Like, And then now you can do even a service and a product. And, and it'll come to you. Look and rely on what you're good at. Rely on, on your strengths. And know your weaknesses. And don't do that. Like, for example, I don't want to work in the sun. I don't want to work construction. Mm -hmm. That's one of my weaknesses. I'm not going to go start my business as a plumber because that shit's not easy. That's hard. So know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. Avoid your weaknesses. Pursue your strengths. Mm -hmm. And and in that way, you'll do whatever you want and you'll be happy. Mm -hmm. And you'll find yourself in my situation, you know, where if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. And I do whatever I want. And you know what? You you took you took all the chances. You you the, the reason that I say this so arrogantly is like I do whatever I want is because I went through the metamorphosis. I went through the inner turmoil. I did all the hard work. I was up at five in the morning, coming home at fucking six PM, twelve, thirteen hour shifts, fucking selling at the park. I did all of that. So it's like where does he come from saying he can do whatever he wants? That's where I'm coming from. And that's and some some people that are not living their purpose and, and are live, working nine to five. It's hard for them to like that mentality, you know, like because people that work nine to fives, all they do is what they don't want to do. Mm. They're on the other side of the coin of of how I think. You don't want to work this job, but yet you do it. You don't want to work this shit. You don't want to work this. Have a shitty car. You still drive it. You don't want to be in debt. You still have it, mm -hmm. and, and that's and that's the risk that people take, but not going through that metamorphosis and you know quitting their job. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have to rephrase that. Start living your purpose. Mm. You can't live your purpose if you're living someone else's purpose nine to five. I love that so much. I I love too that, like I said, that you know I've invested in like all of these certifications and programs, and I learn all these things, and then it's like you just come up with this shit on your own and like literally the dharma framework of like how do you find your purpose is pretty much what you said it's like the dharma framework would be like find what your gifts are like what are your strengths and then like what challenges have you overcome how what medium works runs through you best whether that's like speaking typing you know t speaking on a stage or writing whatever it is and then um also your dharma archetype putting it all together and then that's literally like how you can kind of break down your purpose. Um, so I just love like hearing your ideas of how you did it. Um, yeah, I love that. That's very inspiring. Oh, I also wanted to touch on something that I really um, admire about you is you are always working on your mindset. And so I know that ever since you were in 
like high school, maybe even middle school, you listen to like certain motivational speakers. Can you just speak on that and how you like literally flood your mind with that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's interesting because uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because like how I said, when you're in that metamorphosis stage, that's when you're your best you. That's when you're the strongest you. And when I think back, um, what I rely on is that kid, 19-year-old kid. I was working from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then I would go into my second job from 10 a.m. to about 3 p.m. And I remember riding my bike and then going to going to bed. And I think back on that kid and I rely on him. And I tell myself, if only I had an ounce of strength that he had. There's beauty in the struggle. It, it, the struggle will show you who you are, you know? Everyone should have to go through that. Um, but yeah, like, um, I, I had, I had, uh, I had mentors and I had no one at the same time because my mentors were on YouTube. Mm. I was listening to Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, uh, Jim Rohn, David Proctor, Bishop T.D. Jakes. I didn't have a father figure growing up. So I made him up. Listening to these motivational speakers and the ideas that they had, I almost, um, I almost brainwashed myself with the motivational speakers on YouTube, listening to their seminars. I'd be, that's what I'd be listening to. My body was in the struggle, but my mind was, so much, so much, so much, somewhere, so much further than that. Mm-hmm. My expectations rose so high for myself, and they made me believe that I can do anything. I brainwashed myself. I influenced myself that I believe, and I, and I believe that I can do absolutely any and everything. I, I found that motivation is fleeing. It comes and goes, comes and goes. It's You're never going to be fully motivated to do anything. And that's why having those motivational speakers and those mentors that you can go back to and listen to on the regular will keep you motivated, will keep you on the line. You can't be doing a half-ass job and someone's in your ear telling you that you're great, that you're the greatest, and that you can do all things. And... And motivating you, you just can't, you know. So I would definitely recommend um, people go listen to motivational speakers, and especially those that I mentioned on YouTube. If I ever have a child, I would put headphones on them. I would play those tapes to them as they're doing their homework, and um, I know they'll be successful because we're successful in the mind. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a negative environment around you and people put you down and you need an escape, that's an escape right there. I'm first generation in this country. 
I have six siblings. I'm the only one who got his bachelor his his bachelor's degree. No one else in my entire family that I know has a college degree. Second grade, I was held back. ESL. I couldn't speak English. Going from that, and how does a kid like that overcome all those things? It's those tapes. I started listening in high school. Talking ninth grade, eighth grade. My body is in the projects in this very negative environment, but my mind is somewhere in space. Saying that I can do absolutely anything. Where the mind goes, the man follows. So yeah, that's where I'm at. My mindset. So that's where I'm at. You know, if you want to have that that mindset, you kind of have to. You know, every every day we we listen to something that influences us. It brainwashes us somehow. Go watch Kim Kardashian. You're gonna start speaking like her. You're gonna start dressing like her. A lot of her values and ideas are gonna stick onto you, even if it's just one or two. Even if it just influences you in the in the smallest of ways. What we see, what we hear, are gateways to the soul. But yeah. I, mm. I love that so much because not everyone is fortunate enough to have like loving, supporting parents who are always like um like pouring into them and like, you know, building them up. Not everyone is lucky enough as an adult to be able to invest in coaching or to invest in like mentorship. And so I love that it's a very practical tip that someone can just listen to these free like YouTube videos and literally completely change your mindset mm -hmm. from these there. It's like there is free resources out there to start changing your mind and literally to start reprogramming your mind to believe that you can do anything because yeah, mindset is going to be such a huge, a huge part of the entrepreneurship journey. Um, I love that so much. And would you say that? So how does it feel being the only person in your family um, that is like so successful? Do you feel like, do you feel like you're kind of changing generational patterns like for your family? Mm -hmm. And like, if you were to have kids, like, you know, you would completely shift this whole Rodriguez like timeline. Uh, again, I, I didn't do it for them. Unfortunately, I did it for myself. Mm -hmm. I, I did because I wanted to do it. My mom never pushed me that hard to get me to college. You know, my my environment would have never gotten me where I am now, with education at least. So no, I I I did it more for me. So how it feels that I'm the only one? I expected that already. Mm. In my mind, I had it before I had the degree. When I was in high school, I knew I was going to college. Mm. That expectation for myself was there. Because my mind was so influenced by what I'm listening to that anything else is not a reality or it's not an exception. Mm -hmm. So I had it before I had it. Mm -hmm. So once I had it, it's like, I don't feel any different. You know, and I didn't really, I did it for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... What can I do? What can I accomplish? Let's see what I'm made of. Let's see what I can do. And it just so happens that I've been able to accomplish everything that I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I think having these motivational speakers and mindset really helps a lot. 
I love that so much. And I also just want to also point out a little something again in like your human design is like, it wasn't just these motivational speakers. Like they're not what made you successful. Like you are the person that made you successful. You're the person that chose to listen to them. But you're also the person that took all the actionable steps to get to where you're at. And in your design, you have the defined G center. And so with his defined G center, like he, ever since he was younger, knew who he was. He knew his identity. He knew where he was going. He can live and grow up in the projects and live in an environment that doesn't help foster this identity that he has for himself. But he's always known that in his soul because his soul blueprints has a defined G center. So like that identity was always there. And I think that helped guided him to his success. And then also he has a lot of individual circuitry as well. So it's a lot of like, I'm doing this for me. I'm like, I grew, he grew up in an environment again, that wasn't supportive of his success necessarily, like the nature or sorry, nurture side of things. But who he was designed to be is like, I'm individual circuitry is like mutating things. Like he's changing his environment to move forward and to progress his soul in this lifetime. And so he has a lot of that individual um, circuitry in his design, which I think really like assists with that as well. Cause he wasn't doing it. He even said he's, he's not doing this for his family. He's not doing this for society. He's doing this for himself. And that's what we need is like, as the individual is to move forward for himself. And that in turn just motivates and changes everything else around us. So I just thought that was super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. So, wow, this has been so awesome. Is there anything else, um, that you want to speak about, like on any part of your journey or anything, anything else that's coming to mind? Yes. Let us know. I think what going, like going to the childhood part, anything is possible with love. I had a mother that loved me, single parent. She didn't have a dollar to give me. She didn't have anything, but she had love. And that's all you need as a child is love. So with love, anything is possible. You know, like you don't, you don't need all these things that are around us. Like you don't need to have a fucking plan to follow your purpose. You don't need a six months plan. You don't need to have things covered. No, just have good intentions. Just have love and things will work out for you. I Absolutely. love that. Yeah, because if you think about it, it's like the universe, God, source, like it is love. It yes. is truth. And so if you're following those things, what I also really admire about you is like your integrity and your commitment to truth. And yes. to me, love and truth are like, the two biggest values, most important ones that you are embodying. And so I think it's true. If you just follow that, you, you are showing that you can be successful. Uh, another thing, a topic I want to touch on is do what works, do what sells people. When they, when they're fixated on their life's purpose, they want to do what they want to do, but that's not how the world works. That's not how you get money. People are not going to pay you because you're doing something that you want. People are going to pay you because you give them what they want. Mm. So find something that you like, create a list of 20 things that you like. And if you can make money doing one thing out of that list that works, do it. Like, let's say your, your life purpose is to um, write, write books about tarot healing. And let's say you write a book about terror healing and it does okay. It doesn't really do well. And then you write a book about 
crystals and helium. And that does well. Follow that. And, and then let's say you do hor uh, the horoscope things, uh, the uh, astrology. The astrology. Mm -hmm. Don't be a, don't be attached to any idea too much. Like for example, anime world. If anime world is my is my source of income, it's my main business. If that fails, I didn't fail. This idea failed. Now let's think of something else. This idea that I put years into it, so much work to it, kill it. If it's not working, don't go down with it. If this ship is sinking, don't sink with this ship. Get another ship. Get another idea. If you've been if you've been doing something for four years and the shit is sinking, and next idea, try try something new. Or add something new. Don't go down with the ship, and it, and it's hard to do that because you built this ship, you put hours and effort into this ship. But the shit is sinking. Are you going to sink with it? Or are you going to go get another ship? Mm. So, and, and then, so that's why it's important to create a list of things that you want to do. Or things that you're comfortable being your purpose. And then let's say that this doesn't work. Okay, I have other things that I like. Mm -hmm. I have other ships. So don't be too attached to one idea. Because it can fail. I try different things. So if this fails, you have something else already. One fire puts out another. You're worried about this fire. Don't start another fire. <laughs> now you got a bigger fire over here. Worry about that one. Yes. What you just said, I was going to say is fire. It's like literally mm -hmm. lit what you just said. Two things. I love how you said to... If the idea is failing, like, don't be afraid to change it and try something new. And that's literally like the uh, universe, our creativity, us as souls is freaking abundant with ideas. And right. I think as humans, we get so attached to an idea that we, it's like all or nothing, even if it's fucking failing. Yes. But it's like, no, like there, like there's prosperous, like money everywhere to be had. It's just like moving on to the next idea. Like trust in the universe that new ideas will come to you and you will have creativity and abundance. And then I also really love what you said um, about having an idea, not about like what it can do for you. Oh, people don't like pay for what you like. They pay for what they like, like what you can give them. So it goes all back to, if we're thinking, thinking about it from the Jeans Keys perspective or from the Pearl sequence, it's like, how can I be financially prosperous from being of service? You are getting every, um, every money, every dollar that you earn is coming from another person. So it's like, what can I create? What do I like? That's going to help somebody else. Because at the end of the day, that's what people buy. It's like they buy what can help them or what they want, what's entertaining, right. what they need. So I love what you said about that. It's like really tying it back to like, how can you use your gifts to give someone else to be of service, to provide a product that they want? That's literally what it's about. It's not just like this selfish way of just like making money. And that's how you'll be prosperous. And um, just know you're going to fail. Mm. So get some ships ready. It's a, you know, we're going to sea, get some ships. You're, yeah. going, you're going here to fail. Your expectation should be to lose, to fail, zero, net zero profit. Mm. Until you get a ship that works. That works for you, that people like. Uh, maybe it's a ship that you build upon. You know, maybe this ship. You build it and you jump onto another ship or 
you add two shifts together. You know, mm-hmm. just know you're going, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get, you're gonna get wet. You're gonna mm-hmm. get in that water. You're going to fail. One hundred percent. And with that mentality, you won't quit when you fail. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, they're so attached to one idea. When it fails, they're not gonna. Now I'm going to quit. So just know that you're going, you're coming here to fail to try different ideas. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're gonna try new things. Is if if, if you fail. You know, and okay, what's new? Okay, that didn't work. All right, all right, all right. Oh, and then you find an idea that kind of works. Mm-hmm. Because any business, for example, Amazon wasn't created. It was built upon. You get a little boat, bigger boat, bigger boat, bigger boat. Oh, now we have to switch direction. Now, now we're on a fucking submarine somehow. I never thought, now that I'm in a submarine, I was going to become a submarine when I was on that boat over there. Mm-hmm. It's like the journey, following the journey is something that works might and might, you might end up somewhere completely different than where you started. Is I know that it ultimately be better. Mm-hmm. So like Jeff Bezos, he didn't create Amazon and, and what it is now. Mm-hmm. He created Amazon delivering college students books. Here's a book. And then from there, now he delivers everything through the internet. So just because this boat might not seem aligned with your purpose doesn't mean that it might not end up there. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I freaking love that. So I, I, I would even say don't have a purpose. Your purpose to be, it should be is to be happy, to be wealthy. And to do something that you like. That should be your purpose. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to love it. Just do it. Do something that you like. Mm-hmm. Because we're so privileged in thinking, I need to do what I love. We'll tell that to the McDonald's employee. We'll tell that to the janitors in all these schools. 80, 60-year-old men, women. What about the things that they love? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say do what you love. Do what you like. Find something that you like that you're okay with. I like this. I enjoy it. Do I love it? No, but who cares? I like it. That's good enough. Then maybe you learn to love it. Yeah, definitely it's a privilege yeah. to even have this conversation because like our parents and their parents, our grandparents, they didn't have really the privilege to yeah. be like, what do I like to do? It's like a lot of people were just getting to this yes. country, surviving, and now we have the privilege to enjoy our life. And I think as we get to know ourselves on a deeper level and like trust ourselves and take risks, like you say, like eventually everyone can get to a place where they're doing what they love. So for example, for me, do I love anime? No, but I love my life. I like anime. I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. I really like it. But what's most important is, do I love how my life is now? Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if I was too busy trying to, do something that I love and pursuing that and what I love isn't working. It's like, I'm living my purpose. Like I'm doing exactly what I love to do, but I don't have any money. Mm -hmm. I don't have any time. My life is a mess. My life is stressed. Mm -hmm. Do what works. Do what, and and make sure you do that. You like to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's good enough. You know, I think that's a perfect, um, a perfect way to put it because so many people, like, especially when we're on the spiritual path, we think that we need to do something that, like, like you said, we're obsessed with or that, like, sometimes we're so 
on this path of like reaching like enlightenment or like being so spiritual that we forget that like we have to make money and like you have to be in this 3d world and also like be successful and like create something that people want to buy like we have to be very rooted in the actual practical like grounded sense of things um so i love what you said of like just think of it more as like instead of what is your purpose like how do i want my life to look yes. how do i want my day-to-day -to, -day to be what freedom so i want to have how do i want to feel and like create it from there and if you can if you can find let's say your single sole purpose is to um help the el elderly maybe you can create a business that does that and you live the life that you want you know like that's the ultimate goal to do what you love and get paid for it mm -hmm. obviously but let's say that it's not that profitable. Like, let's say you want to uh, help, you love cats. You want to start a grooming business. This shit is not working. Helping dogs is more. So now you focus on helping dogs and then you also help cats on the side. Mm -hmm. This is you know, a dog grooming business. We also do cats. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have a cat? Cool. If it's just a cat grooming business, why would I take my dog to you? Let's say 80, I'm making these numbers up. Let's say 80% of the population has have dogs, but you love cats. You're not making any money. And let's say 20% only have cats. You're not making any money. Start a dog grooming business and on the side do cats. Mm -hmm. You're doing what you like, but you're also doing what you love somehow. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe you can incorporate that somehow. Mm -hmm. So you, you can ultimately do your, you know, your purpose by doing something that you like. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. This is your business. I love that. Yes. Oh my gosh, this was great. Is there anything else? No, I think, I think that's it. Okay, awesome. So again, thank you so much, George. Our first ever interview, the five one Manny Jen, dropping all the gems. I appreciate you so much, mm -hmm. and I'm sure we'll have you again in the future. We'll see. We'll see okay. how it goes. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Yep. Bye bye. Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.